Yes, everyone. Happy Monday. My people are everywhere. They are in airports across the nation right now. I'm going to show you some video of what it's looking like in U.S. airports after a Florida federal judge just ruled that our White House has been violating the Constitution in forcing us to wear masks in airports over the course of the past year plus. Behind me are just some of my people who have snapped photos of themselves in the airports today. Uh, You can see this message right here, walked on the plane with no mask. Let's see how this goes. Now, if only more would join us. That particular woman was flying in an air uh, on an airline that was still mandating masks today, despite uh, the judge overturning the illegal mandate to wear masks. You can see this man didn't want to wear a mask. He says that his flight attendants uh, forced him to wear a mask. You can see that everyone behind him is wearing masks. Uh, Emery Moore. Former reporter uh, at Corporate News, she broke away. uh, Well, actually, she was illegally or she was fired, not illegally, but the station was corrupt where she worked. Anyway, she's free agent now, just like me, and she's embracing the new uh, removal of the mandate today as she flies through Phoenix. No mask for me, she says, as she tagged me. Thanks for the tag. Okay, so we're going to show some video in a second. Um, before I do, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage, which is this awesome hat. So turn up your volume for this. Statistics show American patrons consider themselves very patriotic. 63% own an American flag and 43% are extremely proud to be an American. There's never been a better time to stand with your fellow patriots. That is why I highly recommend the In God We Trust hat to proudly show your patriotism. The In God We Trust hat is worn by preppers, survivalists, and patriots around the country. I love mine. If you have been looking for a way to be more patriotic this summer, you will love the In God We Trust hat. Buy one In God We Trust hat and get another one for free for the next 24 hours by going to www.godwetrusthat.com or visit that link right down below, godwetrusthat.com. Pretty awesome hat, right? Good merch. I got to get my full merch going, right, guys? Okay, so, uh, you know, CNN is reporting on this themselves uh, begrudgingly. I saw the anchors reporting it today. It was hilarious, that the, the look on their faces. But CD, CDC mask mandate for travelers struck down by federal judge, CDC says, sadly. A federal judge in Florida struck down on Monday the Biden administration's mask mandate for airplanes and other public transportation methods. U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mizell said the mandate was unlawful because it exceeded the statutory authority of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and because its implementation violated administrative law. It is unclear how quickly the ruling will be implemented as airports or train stations across the country or if the Justice Department will seek an order halting the ruling and file an appeal. Uh, I was just hearing from a a constitutional attorney today. He says it's almost certain that the White House will seek to appeal this, reinstate the mandate, and uh, it it may end up going up to the Supreme Court. So let me show you guys some video from inside airports. Uh, so one of my sources in 
Detroit sent me this video. Um, see if you notice anything different in Detroit Wayne Airport today, this video this afternoon. Yeah, I'm not seeing a lot different so far. That was just this afternoon, uh, within a couple hours after the ruling came out. Maybe people haven't heard yet. Uh, let's look at Islip MacArthur Airport on Long Island, New York. All right, we got one man as well as a little five-year-old girl standing their ground and uh, saying, hey, in fact, the CDC has been breaking the law and we're not going to wear a mask anymore. Now, maybe a lot of people in those airports feel more comfortable with masks. That's great. As long as you have the decision to wear the mask and the government's not forcing you to, right? So this woman right here, um, she's flying Alaska Air Airlines. Uh, she was at the Santa Barbara Airport uh flying to Seattle this afternoon. Uh, she says Alaska Airlines is threatening to ban people from flying if they do not comply. Uh, walking on the plane with no masks. Let's see how this goes. Now, if only more would join us. She says another person in the group just boarded the plane without a mask too. So Alaska Airlines is not pleased with this judge's ruling today. And even though the CDC has been violating the law for the past year plus, Alaska Airlines is saying, well, you know, we're going to take things into our own hands as a corporation. We can still make the mandate. And that's what Alaska Airlines is doing today, saying, uh, yeah, you'll be uh, ban you'll be banned from flying with Alaska Airlines if you dare to get on that plane without a mask on. So. That's pretty, pretty shocking. Uh, I've got another uh, source named Seb in Austin. He was flying out of Austin today. He said, made it through the terminal with no problems. 10% of people are not wearing masks, he said. Uh, he says he was told that I have, uh, have to have a, a mask on the plane, on the plane though. So in the terminal, no mask. Once he got on the plane, he was forced to put a mask on. Flight attendant is awesome and said she's going to check while we're in the air if we can remove them. She is a good sport. He actually, he sent me screenshots of his conversation. So apparently American Airlines lets you do a little chat with them. He sent me screenshots of his chat with American Airlines. Um, He's asking why they're still forcing him to wear a mask on the plane this afternoon. And American Airlines is saying it's a pending statement from our legal department. You'll be updated through the news. Also, it, it'll update online. And he's like, well, the news already states that the masks are no longer required. Uh, 
she's uh, American Airlines says, yes, correct. But in some destinations, it is still not updated. Once we confirm it'll be updated online, you'll get the information regarding this. Please let me know if you're still available to chat. So that's American Airlines. Now, the airlines, including American, have been pushing the Biden administration to do away with this mask uh, mandate um, because the circumstances in our nation do not warrant such a mandate. Uh, the threat of this illness is is not serious as, at this time. Now, today, the mandate was supposed to expire. Biden and men said it would. But last minute, last Wednesday, they said, just kidding. We want to once again extend this mass mandate all the way through May 3rd because of a weekly trending average of the subvariant of Omicron. Uh, I guess a few more people are catching the subvariant of Omicron. I think it's called like B2A or something is the name of the, the this latest one. They having a hard time coming up with interesting names for these things. But anyway, so they are extending uh, that mandate to May 3rd. This federal judge out of out of Tampa says, no, you're not. That's against our Constitution. Uh, let me show you the actual uh, ruling here, and it's on my Twitter if you want to read uh, the full judge's ruling. Here it is, uh, United States District Court, Middle District of Florida, Tampa. Uh, so it was the Health Freedom Defense Fund, as well as a couple other people who filed suit. I believe it was last su- uh, last summer that they filed this lawsuit saying, wait a sec, last I checked, our Constitution doesn't give the CDC the power to force us to wear certain things. And, uh, it, and it took this many months, uh, for the judge to get around to actually reviewing the law and saying, yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. The CDC can't mandate this. Now the end uh, here is the part that counts. Um, the parties completed briefing March 31st, the cross motion for summary judgment, are now ripe for review. The court concludes that the mass mandate exceeds the CDC's statutory authority and violates the procedures requirement for agency rulemaking under the APA. Accordingly, the court vacates the mandate and remands it to the CDC. Now, CNN today was saying that the mandate came through the White House at the recommendation of the CDC. So the CDC didn't directly make the mandate according to CNN. But, you know, when I'm looking at this mandate, I'm pretty sure it did come from directly from the CDC, which who, they're only supposed to be making recommendations anyways. They're not supposed to be uh, forcing people to live their lives a certain way. But here we are. CDC, uh, which is an arm of Department of Health and Human Services, made that mandate February 3rd, went into effect February 1st. Okay, so the mandate came out February 1st of last year. Anyway, so uh, you can see that within a matter of days, what, 10, 10 or 12 days after Biden became president, he and his administration were very swift to implement edicts uh, that controlled our way, our lives in ways we hadn't seen before. Uh, so another one of my sources on the ground in the airport, Sean Brown at Detroit Wayne Airport. He's one of the guys who actually sent me video today. 
Uh, he says, flying today, masks are still mandated. Delta flight attendant even referred to it and threatened prosecution and no fly status if failure to comply. So we still have some serious Karens on these airlines today. Uh, flight attendant apparently was aware of the judge's ruling and said, we don't care. We're still going to try to prosecute you and put you on a no-fly list for Delta if you try to go without a mask today. And then another source sent me a picture uh, on the ground there in his flight. Uh, Chris Denman, Flight 90 from Cancun to Philadelphia. He says, just landed in Philadelphia, front uh, flying Frontier Airlines, forced to mask. So these these uh these airlines are still really forcing this stuff and you wonder why i mean it came out in the news about a month ago that some of the biggest airlines in america were begging the biden administration to rescind its mass mandate it sounds like it's a lot of these flight flight attendants just that are in amongst the passengers that want to control them because it sounds like if from the headlines that the owners of these air airlines want to do away with the mandate now a judge is giving the AOK to do with the man do away with the mandate and these flight attendants are still forcing it now if you are flying today today or this week and you want to stand your ground send me send me video of yourself standing your ground i mean just hit record with your, your cell phone you know, you have the right to record this interaction. Um, if they throw a fit, if the flight attendant tries to say that it's okay for the CDC to violate the law, get that on camera, send, send it to me. My email's down below in description, ivory at ivoryhacker.com. And we will show the world what these flight attendants are really up to. Now, I was checking the CDC's website, its own website in this mandate gave an exception, um, gave an exception for not wearing masks. According to the CDC, they listed a couple reasons that you don't have to wear masks. Like if you're in the middle of vomiting or if you have to have to put that thing down to breathe. But um, one of their reasons that you don't have to wear a mask is quote, when experiencing difficulty breathing or shortness of breath or feeling winded until able to resume normal breathing with the mask. So if you are feeling winded, according to the CDC on its own website, you do not have to wear a mask. So, you know, people could have been using that exception. Actually, a lot of people were planning to use that exception today uh, had this judge not intervened, I, t uh, I talked to a JetBlue pilot as, as well as another pilot. Uh, they were sending out these flyers planning to not comply with the mandate because today was supposed to be the end of the mandate. And they said, well, you know, what? we're going to make it the end of the mandate. See, there are a lot of uh, flight crews that are Karens, but there are also a lot of flight crews are who are very sick of the control coming from the Biden administration targeting the airline industry. I was flying a week or two ago and, and the pilot over the loudspeaker said, sorry guys, we got one more week of this mandate. So unfortunately you've got to uh, wear a mask due to Biden. You could tell that the pilot was not pleased about this. Um, and then you have other airports 
you know, they're blasting over the loudspeaker that this is the law, that this mandate is the law. It, it never became law. It was an unconstitutional edict coming from an agency that is only supposed to be giving recommendations for your health. You decide, right? CDC was supposed to be this agency that says, hey, we've rallied some some experts, doctors, scientists to help guide you in your health decisions. Now, you know, we're seeing the CDC in, in a new light like never before where they've uh, really gone into control mode. Oh, so another source sent me uh, an image from the Nevada airport uh, website today. Face coverings are still required at U.S. airports. Play by the rules. This is the Nevada, the Las Vegas airport website. Uh, this is from Zach Watson. He says, anyone know a timeline? Vegas airport still has on their homepage a Karen yelling at people <laughs> about masks. That's harryreadairport.com. So <laughs> we shall see if these airports and airlines actually go along with this judge's ruling um, in the days to come. But so far, immediately in the airports, it sounds like nothing's changing. And it sounds like even the people who are aware of this judge's ruling, most of them are not uh, standing their ground. I mean, thank you so much to this man for sending an image of how flight attendant forced him to wear a mask. But, you know, some some people... You know, he was aware uh, that the mandate had been rescinded by the judge. He didn't want he didn't want to wear it, but the uh, flight attendant made him. So that's where we are at. Um, interesting updates. Oh, one more, uh, one more from my sources on the ground. There, we got a lot of a lot of my viewers are flying today. This is uh, from Jose Rios. He says, I'm flying today in JetBlue. Nothing has been announced. Tired of the mask mandate. So, you know, he and his people are still being forced to wear the masks. He's tired of it, but he also does not want to deal with a bunch of pushback. Um, what's your plans, guys? I'm looking at your comments here. Um What are you guys going to do? Are you guys going to wear masks or not? All right. So my family is flying tomorrow. I'm going to tell them to document everything. They hate masks. So we'll see if they stand their ground or what. Um, I just flew yesterday and they were enforcing the masks big time. Um, you know, since the mask mandate was literally supposed to end like yesterday slash today, I was like, okay, I just won't wear a mask at check-in, but in order to print out my bag tag, as I was checking my luggage, the lady said I had to put on a mask and they were providing masks right there. And I was like, oh, darn it. So, you know, they were still hardcore. That was between Phoenix and Houston. Um, they were still, uh, being tough about, about this. It's crazy. Um, in other news, um, just announced from the white house today, uh, they are announcing their second global illness summit. I'm using code words because I don't go with the narrative here on YouTube. But uh, last September, the United States, along with other nations like Belize, Germany, Indonesia, and Senegal, they had a 
an illness summit, a global illness summit in which President Biden and his uh, global leaders across around the world pushed for a world needling. Uh, I'm using all the code words. They want to stick a needle in the arm of every global citizen. That was the big push, and they were rallying to plan that out last September. Well, guess what? Round two of the Global Illness Summit will be happening May 12th, just announced from the White House briefing room today. It says here, I'm reading uh, from the White, uh, whitehouse.gov, the United States as first illness summit chair, Belize as CARICOM chair, Germany holding the G7 presidency, Indonesia holding the G20 presidency, and Senegal as African Union chair are pleased to announce we will co-host the second global illness summit, which will be held virtually on May 12th. 2022, the summit will redouble our collective efforts to end the acute phase of this pandemic and prepare for future future health threats. So just when we thought that we were long past the acute phase of this pandemic, they're saying, oh, no, 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 we're still in the acute phase. And that's why we're planning a global illness summit May 12th, where world leaders will come together to plan a couple of bullet points for control in the world. And the number one bullet point is getting needles in every arm. They bullet pointed out. I'm not going to show it on screen here because it's too many trigger words that will alert the bots that I'm not following the narrative. So, but number one bullet point on whitehouse.gov for their global COVID, there, there I went, <laughs> their global illness summit is to get needles in every single arm. We thought we were past this, right? Like nobody's talking about the illness anymore. I mean, the White House, I thought, was so confident this illness is in the rear view that that that's why they're stripping away Title 42 control on the U.S. southern border. It's it's the rule for immigration where where they say, look, there's there's a health threat in the world and your origin nation might be spreading that health threat into our country. So we're going to turn you guys away at the border. That's what Title 42 is. Well, the White House, I guess, is so confident that the illness is in the rear view that they are throwing away Title 42 come next month and saying, ooh, I guess we don't have a reason to turn you away at the border. I mean, you did break the law. and You, you broke our immigration law by just uh, swimming right across Rio Grande without warning. But since there's no threat, I guess we have to take you in because there's no health threat anymore. That's what I thought. But yet on the other side, the White House is saying, no, there is a health threat. They're talking out two sides of their mouth right now. And on the other side, there's such a health, there's such a health threat in the world that we need to get needles in every arm. And we're rallying with global leaders uh, May 12th to do this. Um, so that's the, that's the number one bullet point plan for this thing is how to get more needles in arms. Number two is deploying tests and treatments, especially for the highest risk population. Number three, expanding and protecting the health workforce and minimizing disruptions to routine and essential health services. Number four, enhancing access to medical countermeasures, including research and development and scaling and diversifying local and regional manufacturing. Manufacturing, I think they're referring to making more of the the needle uh this is uh 
Bill Gates has al already discussed this on his blog about how to get more needle manufacturers um, in every continent. Um, there's not enough needle manuf manufacturers in Africa, he says. So I'm, I'm assuming this is what they, because they're not clear about this bullet point. Regional manufacturing, what are you guys manufacturing? I think they're, they're trying to get more needle manufacturers out there. Uh, and then the last bullet point, generating sustainable financing for pandemic preparedness, health security, and health systems. So, you know, these global leaders are not slowing their wool when it comes to <laughs> global health threats, except for when it comes to our own border security. Uh, that is where they're saying, you know, there's not enough of a global health threat uh, to, to turn migrants away. Make it make sense, guys. You know, we talk about these athletes collapsing in the on the fields. Well, it's not just athletes now. Over the weekend, a seminary student was acting in an Easter play when he collapsed in the middle of the act. At 25 years old, this seminary student lost his life. Well, acting in an Easter play. I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm going to bring this up. Fox News reporting this. Seminary student dies in Jesus crucifixion reenactment. Now, when I read that ha headline, I said, gosh, this guy must have been playing Jesus. They must have actually hung him up and something horrible happened where he actually was deadly crucified. But no, this guy was playing Simon Peter, Jesus' best friend. And... He wasn't doing anything except acting in the play when he collapses. It says Nigerian students, it happened in Nigeria. Nigerian students who watched the play initially thought his collapse was part of the drama until he wouldn't get up. University student in Nigeria died Friday while participating in a reenactment of Jesus's crucifixion. Sule Ambrose, 25 years old, was a first year student at the Clarion Institute of Philosophy and was taking classes to become a priest when the horrific incident happened. According to BBC, Ambrose was taking part in a reenactment of Jesus's crucifixion, was given the role of Simon Peter, a disciple of Jesus during the play Passion of Christ. Um, so anyways, goes on to say that um, initially when it happened, we thought it was a joke. They said uh, it was part of the drama. It was when he could not get up. That was when we knew it was a serious matter and he was rushed to the hospital. Administrators at the U university have suspended all Easter activities as a result of the incident. According to the report, the school is located in Southeast Nigeria. Um, no word on the cause of death for this, this young man. And it's just, it's only recently, right? In my, in my recollection, it's only recently that we're seeing people, just young people collapse and die or collapse, get rushed to the hospital. And then we hear that this soccer player had a serious heart issue on the field. I was just um, last week, I believe it was an Australian soccer player that happened to. Um, we've been seeing this very often and it's, and it's very interesting. Yeah. There's no word I'm seeing your comment section. No word on whether Simon Peter was pro-needle or anti-needle, but 
very sadly, this young man has died. Um, I'm reading your comments. Uh, speaking of Fox, why was Tucker Carlson doing his show from Fox Studios, a Disney-owned part of Fox? Um, was he? That That's very intriguing to me if that's the case because um, people get very confused about the whole the Disney-Fox transaction. So I was a Fox employee when this all went down. So I was a part of it. It was a big hassle. We had to change our email addresses and everything. So it was 2019 that Fox um, sold to Disney. And uh, as I recall, it was 2019, yeah, that I had to switch my email and we got all this paperwork of that. Now we're Fox Corp because I used to get, my paychecks used to say from uh, 21st Century Fox but that's when Fox Corp was formed and 21st Century Fox went off to be owned by Disney. And it was the 21st Century Fox. Um, they decided that just the um, like sitcom production arm of Fox was what they were going to send over to Disney. So, so like live news, um, like all the live news from local to national stayed owned by the Murdochs as well as live sports. But just like the TV shows were sold to, to Disney. So people got really confused by that and thought that all of Fox had joined with Disney. And that's not true. I never worked for Disney. Um, so if Tucker was sitting in a Disney owned studio, that would make, me have some question marks like did they lie to us and fox really did merge with disney anything could be true right now it's hard it's hard to believe right very strange 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 times but yeah i think tucker is a good guy who really wants to get the truth out there i do think he is somewhat controlled by fox and i also think that you know controlled by the owners because it's all up to the guys who pay him on whether they're going to continue to pay him based on what he says. But I believe that Tucker probably pushes back a lot behind the scenes. And, you know, like I did, I, I was pushing back so hard, the more corrupt Fox became, which we saw that it, Fox's corruption ex escalate in recent years. I'm just reading through your comments here. Um, Anyone not wearing masks on, on the airlines? You guys, I forgot to um, play my soundbite. So I just, I interviewed a commercial airline pilot. Um, he gave me some intel on what's going on with the health issues with some of these airline staffers after the needle was mandated. I'm going to upload it to my website once I get something verified. I, I'm trying to verify something he said because I believe in real journalism, not just spreading rumors. So that, that is not, the full interview is not on my website yet. But waiting on that, his name's uh, Josh Yoder, commercial airline pilot. He's actually appeared on Tucker Carlson's show, show before. Uh, but since I was interviewing him, I asked him about this, this mask mandate and the fact that you know, pilots were already planning to protest today ahead, ahead of even knowing that a judge was going to rule on this. Pilots were saying, we're putting our own foot down because we're sick of these edicts. We don't want to wear the mask. We don't want our, our passengers to have to wear the mask. So I asked Josh about that. He said that his particular pilots organization wasn't organizing this, but that, you know, basically 
he's he backs it here it is yeah i think it's time that the american people stand up like this is not going to stop until every single one of us stand up together and actually do something they're going to continue pushing it back this is about compliance this is about control has absolutely nothing to do with your health or your safety Uh, back in 2020 many people might remember that the airlines paid millions of dollars for a peer-reviewed harvard study that said that your chances of contracting covid on an aircraft are 0.003 percent that's almost zero, and this has to do with with how quickly the the air is 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 um, is, is transitioned and filtered in, in these aircraft. The, the the air goes through HEPA filtration systems. It's circulated every two minutes, recirculated every two minutes. Um, your chance of catching COVID on an aircraft is is pretty much zero. And there's never been a major COVID outbreak that has ever been linked to airline travel, not a single one. And yet they want to tell you they they want to be completely totalitarian about how they force you to wear masks on aircraft. You know, it's just it's absolutely ridiculous what's going on. No one's following the science. Um, it certainly has nothing to do with your health. Um, this is this is about the government and, and the airlines just um, uh, controlling you and um, and and certainly not following the science. Like, this is complete nonsense. Sure seems that way. Commercial airline pilot Josh Yoder, go subscribe to my website link down below ivoryhacker.com to watch the full interview when it goes up. Some pretty shocking intel uh, in regards to what's going on with airline staffers right now. Um, My website's also an app now. Search Ivory Hecker in the App Store. Sadly, Android is really restrictive on free speech, and Android is not letting my app be on there yet, but it's it's on Apple. Um, before we wrap this up, um, one last thing I got to show what Joe Biden, uh, the most popular president in American history was up to over the weekend celebrating Easter, you know, 81 million people voted for this guy more than any, any president in history. America loves Joe Biden. So the, so the numbers say, um, so Biden finally addressed, um, issues of Pakistan and Afghanistan. Take a look. Pakistan should not and Afghanistan should be so I'm just wondering who is in that Easter Bunny outfit. It's his handler. Whoever's in that Easter money outfit was pushing Biden around as he wandered around or if he said too much about Afghanistan. Okay, go this way, Biden. And he, you know, kind of stumbles, stumbles to the left. Um, What's going on? Who is that inside of the Easter bunny costume having to control where this man goes. Um, it's, it's a very strange time, very strange time in American history. And I think it's more apparent to more Americans than ever that we, this is not the kind of president that we wanted yet. More people voted for this man than any president in history by far, according to election results. Hmm. What's going on? Do you guys believe those results? I sure question them. Um, and we'll have more on that coming up. I have a lot on the election that's not a lot on YouTube on my uncensored website, ivoryhecker.com. Must see intel on the election. With that being said, we're going to wrap it up for today. And uh, if things heat up at airports, we'll have it on my YouTube tomorrow. Have a good one. <laughs>